Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? It's Wednesday. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Coming off that uh, political pile yeah. of last week. Uh, welcome, y'all, to a little bit uh, fruity and lighter. Hopefully. Yeah, Spe- I'm fruity and he's lighter. <laughs> don't think I like that at all. I don't know if I like mine, but fuck it. <laughs> uh, Spearsburg Pod. Yes. All of our social media, you can be found at Spearsburg Pod, whether it's Twitter, whether it's uh, Facebook, Instagram, you can find us there. Yes, MySpace. And uh, yeah, yeah, MySpace. <laughs> we should get a MySpace. Just for is fun. it still around? Yeah, it is. I it think, really yeah, is? I think music, music uses it. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, this week, if you're uh, listening to us, we'll be at, uh, yeah, we're going to be at uh, San Antonio. San Antonio. San Next Antonio. week. Isn't it this week? This is the off week, isn't it? This might be the off week. Isn't it? No, no, no. no. The, the podcast. The, that was the off week. Yeah. So we're in San Antonio. Yeah, we're in San Antonio. Yeah, we're in San Antonio. We're, we're experimenting with time travel right exactly. now. Exactly. Uh, so uh, we'll be at San Antonio. We'll be at the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio. And um, we're going to eat the human-sized pork chop from Luna Rosa. I have brought my Tabasco sauce with me. Uh, I traveled with it. Uh Niggas keep Tabasco on them like I D. I don't eat that dirty animal normally, but I'm going to have some just because. Pig? Said, yeah, I don't eat it. Oh. I, I, eat, I eat that pepperoni that we get on the pizza, but that's about it. All right, fuck it. All right. But I'm going to eat. I'm going to try it. Dude, I'm depressed. Why are you depressed? Because Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce. I mean, I just The can't, thrill is gone. I can't believe it. it just, the thrill is gone. It away. seemed like they were so perfect. Oh, God, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Like, why? Who cares? Okay, I, I'm really not. I'm not trying to shit on. I am on Kim Kardashian. I am. I'm going to say this: Kanye is he's he's contributed to society musically. He's genius, crazy genius, crazy genius. Right. So he has a he has a place in the lore of this. Uh, yes, he does. In this history, of yes, he does. Music, this country. Uh, he has some weird. He has his he has his shoes. He has, yeah. <laughs> he's he's that nigga's he, Star Wars collection. 
That's <laughs> all this shit looks like Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. I didn't think about it, but it does. Yeah. Uh, even his even his house, the stuff that he that he buys, like right. it has a very Star Wars esque feel to it. You're right. right. Um, what has Kim Kardashian contributed Dude, to this? You to know, this conversation. I, I, I just and I know she's always had the moniker of. Did I say that right? Like a title? Yeah. The moniker of she's famous for not for being famous. famous. And I just go. What is special about this bitch? You know, that she's made a ton of money off of that Kardashian show, which I guess demographically her audience has always been like girls, teenage girls. I, what adult women have ever been fascinated by this? She can't sing. She can't dance. She can't act. She's famous for being famous and for what surgery has given her. Did you ever see the pictures of her and her sister's? Prior to the surgery, yeah, you see them all. Oof. But you, you uh, them bitches look like uh, the Bee Gees, the the wild ones, the the Simon and them niggas. <laughs> What's the sister that was the bigger one? Chloe. Chloe. She. I don't know what she did. I don't know, but but again, and 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 I've never been a fan of the Kardashian booty. Uh, matter of fact, again, I always say when it's fake like that and the, and the thighs don't match the ass, you got that quail booty. Uh, but, you know, whatever, man. Um, yeah. I, I wonder what, Kent, what, what Kanye's, what did he see? What, what, what was it? I mean, because at some point, I guess, when you get to know somebody, the personality takes over. Maybe she's a sweet, sweet girl. They, they say she's super sweet. I, I don't know. I don't know. You're in LA, you do it. You, 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 don't, shit, I don't you never like pulled it. up? And nah, the bitches I like, nigga, have mistakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I like mistakes, nigga. Stretch marks and uh, battle scars, nigga. You ain't got to be out of them. Fuck a, a model bitch. Uh, I like a woman with some nacho cheese in her skin and some, you know. Uh, so in that family, God, yeah, this is going to Hoghead cheese and some. Some pig products on a on a waist. Uh, forgive me for sounding uh, misogynistic right now, but in that family, the Kardashians, the Kardashian family. Yeah, if you had to sleep with one of them, Kardashians. Oh, Kim. Oh, it's still. Be if Kim. I'm gonna fuck with something, I'm gonna do the Lambo, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't think Chloe looks? Do you see this new commercial that she's in? Yeah. That bitch is built like Frankenstein, nigga. <laughs> no. The most normal looking one, I think, is the youngest one. The one that has looks like she has rest in bitch face. Yeah, I thought Courtney. That, yeah, that's the that's that's the Bruce. Yes, yes. What's what's the oldest one? Chloe. The oldest one? Chloe is Chloe's the oldest one. The and, youngest one is Courtney. Okay. Chloe As I say all this shit, you're going, nigga, how do you know all that? <laughs> If you're not a fan, uh, Chloe's but, the no no. Courtney's the oldest one. Courtney's Courtney's the oldest. The one, one that was no. Chloe's the oldest one. Chloe's the oldest one. Yes. We, okay, which one was married to the Van Dyke or Vidic? Vidic the the guy. What was married to the, or engaged to the guy that slicked his hair back on the show? That's the youngest one, Courtney. That's Courtney. Yeah. She's the, and she's the littlest one. Like, she's the youngest one. Or I think she's the youngest one. Maybe Kim's the youngest, and Courtney's but you're the middle. About, but those are the three. Three. Not, those not are the Bruce, three. They're not Bruce kids. There's I don't the, know the, who. The, 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 the Kardashian. The, Robert yeah, Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah, I think that one is. She looks the most non-surgically enhanced. enhanced and, but it yes. still looks good. 
Like she didn't need. She's not my cup of tea. But she okay. I, you don't think that she? I would fuck the mother <laughs> before I fuck any of the other ones. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something about old marinated, uh, been in the smoker pussy. That's the greatest. That meat's ready, nigga. <laughs> That shit's been in the smoker for 13 hours. All right, I'm going to get out of this conversation because this is the wrong conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, what else? Uh, dude, you sent me uh, that interesting thing about Will Smith. Yeah, where he talks about... And the Matrix. Yeah, we're going to get into some down. entertainment. <laughs> you know what that's from? Is that the E? E entertainment tonight. Yeah. 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 Dude, I, I Do you want me to show my leg like they, that one that no, heart no, 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 please, please, please. No. Um <laughs> I did it all Dude, there's some off. footage I had. I wish I could find it. I know I got it. A VHS tape. And I don't know if it's entertainment tonight. I don't think it's still on. Uh, but it was my era. And I remember when I did South of Sunset with Glenn Fry, and to this day, I remember I think I watched that tape a couple years ago. I fucking cringed, man. Cause I said and this is back when I was doing the show. Two years from now, I'm going to be the biggest box office star on the planet. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You not. Um, humility, man. I was young. I was feeling myself. I was in California. I was on the way to living my dream. I was on an hour-long hit CB. Not a hit. It, we, we didn't even premiere, but we had 13 episodes in the can. Hour-long CBS drama, dramatic show. I was making 40 grand a week. Couldn't tell me shit, nigga. Humility, baby. But anyway, uh, we said all that to say, Will Smith, yeah. Uh, didn't you? No, I, I got to ask you. Didn't your boys? Like, I met your friends. Who? I've been, I've, yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't like when you were when you were feeling yourself. They didn't they didn't pull you back. They weren't around. They they this was you know, uh, Ish was still he was living in Florida at the time, and Ivan was in Jersey, and it was so young. My into success, it, it, you know, it just wasn't like I didn't even fly them out to fuck with me to show them everything until way later. So I, you know, they 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 really weren't. I wasn't at that level where they could grasp that yet. You know. Okay. Yeah. I, I just because I know them a little bit. I just thought they would grab you and go, dude. They may have. They may have. But again, we were all around the same age, and so they might have been as fucked up as I was. Yeah, and you weren't going to listen anyway if you were. Nah. Nah, nigga. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. So Will Smith was supposed to. Uh be Neo. They wanted to be him to be Neo. I, do, I forget what these niggas named. The Wachowski brothers? The ones I, that created yeah, the Matrix. Yeah, I, I know it's brother. I don't know. Yeah, name. the brothers. And 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 they said, as Will broke it down, which was interesting, um, here's their pitch. Uh, they come to me. They go, you jump up in the air. The camera does a 360 while you hang there. Basically, Will was saying the pitch wasn't that inspiring and it wasn't that moving. And what was what was great to hear him say because he had such a moment of honesty because one of th- one of the things about Will's reputation is super nice guy. One of the nicest guys 
on the planet. You couldn't be any nicer. And listen, I met him uh, twice. And one of the times I met him was to pitch him something. The motherfucker couldn't be one of the nicest dudes ever. Um, So I say that to say you wouldn't get a sense that he had an arrogant bone in his body. But I always say, dude, when you're at that level and you're a movie star and all the adulation is bestowed upon you and you are making that kind of money, all the women want you, you are good looking, you're slim, you're trim, you're a sex symbol, everybody's praising you. It's got to get to your head a little bit. But I think Will, like Michael Jordan, had always been protective of his squeaky guy clean image. So he wouldn't display a moment of arrogance. But in this thing, without it necessarily coming off arrogant, he goes, yo, there was a period back in the 90s I couldn't miss. Yeah, Everything I threw up went in. I was the dude. So when the Wachowski brothers or whoever these motherfuckers are. And they weren't a big name at the time. No, not at all. When they came and they gave him the pitch, he kind of looked at it like, eh, not interested. Yeah, because he was doing it for them. Because he was doing it for them. Then he goes, um, you know, I had done Independence Day, and after that, I didn't want to be known as the alien guy. So that's when Steven Spielberg had offered to him to do Men in Black. And I didn't know this part. Yeah, that's he true. turned it down. He, he, he said, because I didn't want to be the alien guy. Then Steven Spielberg called him and said, Will, do me a favor. Don't use your brain for this. Use mine. I thought that's a great line. And then he went, all right. And he signed up. And this goes to show you, digger, like Chris Rock's joke when he goes, yo, Shaq is rich. The motherfucker that signs his check is wealthy. When Steven Spielberg calls you to tell you, do my movie. First of all, I don't even think I would have needed Steven to sell me on do my movie. Steven who? I'm in this motherfucker. It's Spielberg. But when he said, and that really put it in perspective, don't use your brain, use mine. You know when it comes to this shit, this sci-fi, this fantasy, these kinds of movies, nigga, it's what I do. Trust in me. Yeah, because Spielberg really misses rarely. Right, and I was just going to say, here's the thing about this. Listen, you could take a gamble in this game, and let's be, if we're being technical, you don't know. But when you try to take the gambles, you try to make the best educated guesses you can. And when you look at a guy like Spielberg, did everything he do hit? No. But you'd be hard-pressed to name his missus. The only one I can name off the top of my dome is that movie he did with John Belushi. 1942. 1942. And this was John Belushi at the height of his John Belushiism, And that movie tanked. But past that, Spielberg ain't known for tanking. So if you're going to roll the dice, you roll the dice on Spielberg. Um, but how cool, how, okay, how, how much do you have to feel yourself, though, to say that to somebody who's already at that level? Don't use your brain on Do me a favor. Don't use your brain on this. Wait, when you go, how much do you have to feel yourself? You mean Spielberg or yeah, Will? No, Spielberg. But I don't think you're feeling yourself. 
You know, nigga, you are the dude. I did the homework. You've done the homework. This is your track record. You're a genius. In the world of entertainment, Spielberg is one of the Picassos, nigga. But that line. And there's not many. That's the coldest line, though. Dude. (laughs) Don't use your brain. Use mine. Spielberg, uh, Scorsese, and even dudes who were that once don't seem to be that anymore. Not because their talent fell off. It just seems they, again, they don't want to, they're not in it anymore. Brian De Palma, who's not in it anymore. Oliver Stone, who doesn't seem to be in it anymore. Even George Lucas. I don't even think he really is responsible for, for all the latest Star Wars. No, no, all this, all this stuff that's happening, he's, well, I, he's working on something. But it has a lot of, there's a lot more collaborative work going on. Right. So really, when you stop and think about it, Spielberg, Spielberg, Scorsese, in terms of who's active now, there's not many dudes you can name like that, man. Dude, but I like like that he said, he didn't say, trust me. That's that's the, that's the, when someone says, trust me. Right. Yeah, no, I'm going to trust myself. But the way he said it is, you have a great brain. Right. You've made great decisions in your life. Right. But you're seeing it from your perspective. Trust me. Look at my, look, look at it from my brain. I just think that that's one of the. When I heard that, that's why I sent you that clip. That that phone call with me would have been this long. Aries, it's Spielberg. When do we shoot? <laughs> you got to sell me on a motherfucking thing. And again, no guarantees. Listen, at one point in the nineties, when we had the three major action stars, Willis, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger. At the height of Arnold's Schwarzeneggerisms, remember he took the gamble on what then was a two hundred million dollar movie, uh, the Last Action Hero. Oh yeah, yeah, that bombed. But it's actually it, a good movie. Okay, it if the only reason why we didn't see Last, Last Action Hero two is because Last Action Hero one died, nigga. <laughs> that movie was a bomb. So it goes to show you. If you were a betting man, nine times out of ten in the 90s, would you have taken a risk on Arnold? Absolutely. He's got too many hits. But there's no guarantees. There's no certainty. So that's the scary part. Because all the all the budget was there. The biggest name in action. All the, gadget, the gadgets, the explosions, the guns. It's a $200 million movie. And it flopped. So... Yay, yay, he. <laughs> Absolutely. Last action hero. The first one didn't do well. There wasn't the second. You know what we were missing? Ice Cube. Yay, yay, he. <laughs> so there that goes. But okay, so, and then Will just takes it on. Will takes on the, the he decides. Oh, to, he, he said he decides to do Wild, Wild West. West. And that kind of sums it up for you <sighs> instead of The Matrix. Right. And that was a bomb. But I like what he said, that he saved the Matrix franchise, because when they were looking at him to be... Neo. That was meaning that Val Kilmer... Was going to be Morpheus. Dude, I don't... Val Kilmer's career is weird to me. Because other than what I thought was the greatest role he ever played, Doc Holliday... That was and great. Tombstone. That, that, he was the shit to this day. That's one of my favorite movies. I always say 
it don't matter what time it is. If I come into the house with my favorite sub, hamburger, whatever I'm eating, I don't give a fuck where that movie is. It could be eight minutes till the credits roll. I'm watching it. He's the only person I know that could say, I'm your Huckleberry. And it doesn't sound. <laughs> Why, if you just weren't my friend, I don't think we could bear it. Now I've got two guns, one for each of you. He had some of the greatest fucking lines in that movie. You're no Daisy. You're no Daisy at all. Oh, I love that fucking movie, dude. But see, I, but after that, well, but wait, wait. Okay, did you? I know you didn't see him. You didn't see him in, in Jim Morrison as the Doors. In the you doors. know what? I didn't. But I can believe you. But it was when I heard he was going to play him. I was like, oh, this is going to be. But he looks it. He doesn't when you see him as he a, embodies like, it. He took it over. I can see that, though. I, I think there's things that he's done that I, I've been... Imp- other than Batman, I've been really I yeah. was impressed. But even his Batman, it's, well, it's probably... Is it the worst? No, Clooney's the worst. Clooney admits it that his was the yes. worst. Yes. But Val Kilmer is second worst to me. Um, And then he just got grossly out of shape. Yeah, he doesn't really work on himself when he's not That nigga look like a naked toad, nigga. <laughs> And 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 in and in and in Tombstone, he was the dude, good looking, lean, slim, trim. But that was Tombstones is a man's man's movie. Absolutely, it's a TV dinner. It gives you everything. Even Kevin Costner. Oh, well, no, no, no. Kevin Costner made Wyatt Earp. Yeah, Kevin Costner. Yeah, but Kevin Costner, who is the lead. Val just to me stole the show. But Kevin Costner is solid. You know who else is solid in that? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's awesome in it. Even uh, Bill Paxton. We're, we're mixing movies up here. No. Oh, Bill, oh you're right. Bill Paxton. He's the brother. Oh, the yeah, youngest the brother. brother. That's right. You're right. He's you're the right. one got shot in the back yeah. and died on the pool you're table. Right, you're right. You're right. Um, Bill Paxton, who I'm not necessarily, you know, Bill Paxton always killed me. I always thought he overacted in Aliens too. Crazy, man. <laughs> See, aliens are crazy, man. We gotta get out of here. Then you see what they just did. They went their whole fucking team, man. The first time I saw Bill Paxton, he was in uh, Weird Science, where he plays Chet. Chet. Yeah. yeah that's it. He was good as Chet, though. Yeah. <laughs> he was good as an asshole, brother. Um, and incidentally, whoever that Hispanic bitch was that was in Aliens 2, just too much. Had to test the rock. Testosterone. There's a director yelling for this. Be more. Oh, she was too much. You know the chick I'm talking about? No, I don't really remember. She was just overly macho. Um, but yeah, man, Tombstone is one of the greatest. Um, How did we get to Tombstone? Because we were talking about Morpheus. Oh, okay. Val, and, and Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah, but let's bring it back. <laughs> um, we, we can do some uh, yeah. entertainment. Um, Six degrees of separation. Yeah, dude, it's interesting how those things pan out because... That movie, I almost feel like if Will Smith was Neo, somehow you would have felt Will Smith. If that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but you would have felt Will Smith as that role. Whereas with 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 Keanu, that's one of the few movies where I don't get the Keanuisms. Yeah, yeah, cans. It was just cans. <laughs> Mirror, mirror. Um, yeah, he has a that matrix. Something weird about that character with him worked. Yeah, 
It worked. He be- it, he was born for that, as they would say. Well, listen, he gets those. This is not a Keanu thing. I in that movie, and then in the movie that he's doing now, the um, John Wick. I think those work out great for him. They do, but again, I, I want to say, what do John Wick and Neo have in common? He don't talk much, but it felt like in Matrix he talked though. But John Wick, let's be honest. They squeeze in words between the gunshots and killings. Dude, he still has a lot of Keanu, even in John Wick, when he's... Uh, yeah, you wanted me back. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm guessing I'm back. Um, but you talk about man food. John Wick is... Yeah. That's man food, nigga. That's total man food. And uh, so, yeah, that combination of Will Smith and Val Kilmer... Doesn't work to me like uh, Keanu and Lord, your guy, yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah, and he is, plays yeah. a cool in that. That I don't know Val Kilmer could have pulled off, and even though Val again, you yeah. talking about cool? Yeah, you don't know what he's gonna do, right? Doc Holliday was cool, nigga. That was the, cool, but I do like how Will Smith kind of ended that with, well, but you might want to thank me because. You know, he he set up what became Matrix. Otherwise, it might Will have been- has a very... He has that Michael Jordan gene of being able to play dick and cover it up quick with, I like this guy. <laughs> you know. Uh, again, that scene in Last Dance, he kept saying... He, guy keeps asking him about Scotty. Look, you want to talk about Scotty? You want to talk about the game? Oh, let's talk about the game. All right, there, there we, we go. go. Mike says something you don't like. You don't. You say something you don't like. Mike hits you and he goes, "But I love you guys." Smile, ding. So Will Smith has a little bit of that in him, dude. Um, I know. I I know. I ask you to do impressions sometimes, but how would Michael sound? Michael Jordan sounded if he was doing the Tyson. I'm gonna. I want. I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna eat your children. Look, I don't really have to do this, but I'm doing this because this is who I am. I'll eat your children. You want me to eat your children? Then don't put your children in front of me. Break. <laughs> <laughs> he still want to He's too me. nice for that. <laughs> He's too fucking nice for that. Um, oh, God. Uh, I'm sorry. Now I'm hearing all kinds of them. Yeah. Let, let's, uh, let's talk TV. Yep. Um, how far did you get with City on a Hill? I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Okay, folks. L- let me just say, and I sent this post out. Um, if you don't know, it's on Showtime. City on a Hill. You got to do it in the Boston. Oh, thing. you know it's coming. You know it's coming. <laughs> um, and I said on the post, listen to me. If you like Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, Power, this is one of those type of shows. It's about a gritty, it's about Boston. It's called City on a Hill. It's a gritty cop show about crime in Boston. A driver (laughs) will find another driver. A fat kid who's got jelly on his shirt that don't have his combat boots tucked in because he thinks he's special fucking fascist. Dude, the Boston shit. And here's and, and in the cast, uh, Kevin Bacon plays this alcoholic, drug addicted, fucked up crop, cop. 
uh, Eldis Hodge, who I said when we saw the movie Invisible Man, this is the nigga with the biceps, with the triceps. And I'm like, God damn, nigga, them triceps. And he was also, I forget which rap band member he was in N.W.A., he he was one of the guys in NWA, but he's in there. He plays, I think, like the lead prosecutor uh, for the prosecution office. And then they got uh, everybody else. I'm a fuck up, but they got the dude who plays Jimmy, the the, the drug addicted yeah. snitch. Um, he's a good character. Man, he is a good character. And I don't know if you noticed this, but the guy that plays his brother, he's all grown up now. But he was one of the kids in Sleepers. Oh, I didn't know that. That was getting fucked by Kevin Bacon. I didn't know. Yeah, that. if you could, you could. He, he's one of the kids, but he's all grown up now. The girl that plays his wife and Jill Hennessy. This bitch is phenomenal. Now, is that that's the place the Kevin Bacon's wife, Jill Hennessy? Okay, yeah, yeah. She was also in Law and Order at one time. Oh, was she? Yeah. I think oh, so. I didn't know. Yeah. that. Law, I never really watched Law and Order. But anyway, this show is fire. So I call Andy. And he goes, I'm about four eps in, and I don't like it as much as you do. Yeah, to me... Before you get into it, do you know... Let me say to you how disappointed I was in him. And I said I was going to say this on the podcast, but I didn't want to say it to him. Not in front of the podcast, because I I just didn't want to blow it. I was as disappointed in Andy as a mother is in her son when when he tells her that he wants to be a magician. Instead of finishing law school. Nigga, you want to go into magic? You want to do tricks? I was heartbroken. And I'm watching this show. And I'm, I'm hooked from episode one. I'm not. By the time they got to episode seven, and I'm going to tell y'all, spoiler alert, why. But I'll get into that after Andy's explanation. It was one of those shows, again, that when it was over after the 10th episode, and it's only just the first season... I'm going, God, when is season two coming? What the fuck was wrong, sir? Okay, first of all, wh- what episode did I call you and go, nah, I got into it? What episode did I say I can't was that? remember. Seven. There you go. And I know why. Now, well, it is why, but the reason I didn't like, oh, first of all, wh- what did you say was Sopranos? What was your list? Breaking Bad, The Wire, Power. I saw it more as Power meets Boston done through the wire that's kind of how i saw it i didn't see it i could see that a little bit but because i like power so much more than you i know why you're saying okay you felt you thought it was soap opera-ish at first it's so gritty no way okay the reason i feel it's soap opera and i will say this though at first i didn't agree with your assessment on that about power but now that i look back at it i go it did have a soap opera feel but if you like soap operas Mm. A lot of suspension and disbelief to be in, in, power. In, in power to get to that soap opera feel. But this one, the reason it has a soap opera feel to me, at the beginning, there's a lot of characters in here that are just saying words. At the very beginning, they don't develop the characters. What I like about it, and the reason I really like Seven more. Seven? The, the episode Seven. Okay. The reason I got into it in episode Seven. Is, so by episode Seven, and there's only three episodes left, to Ten, you went, oh yeah. Okay, so when you say, oh yeah, on a scale of one to Ten of... This shit garbage. To, yo, I'm hooked. After seven, where were you? I was probably like in an eight. All right. I, I, I liked it then. What happened was, and I'll, and I'll tell you, this, this is how I looked at it. And it's kind of interesting because I've never seen it like this before. And I'm going to give them credit uh, to the dudes uh, 
uh, Matt, oh, and that's the yes, other thing. Yeah. Matt Damon and, and Ben, ben Affleck, Affleck produced this. It's got all the elements, dude. I've never noticed. Maybe this has happened before. I never noticed it. There's so much dialogue and so many characters. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is not making any sense. I got all these people. There's no character development. I don't even know who to care about. They start killing these people off. And then you start knowing who to care about. And then it develops the character <laughs> right. as it's happening. But the first few episodes, right. I was like, how can I? I don't even know what the story is because there were so many different people talking and having. And then one by one, you realize, oh, this was needed so that you could develop this character. This was needed so you could develop that character. And this, so it paid to stay in it. Had you not been like, dude, you, you're missing it. I might have not stuck it out to episode seven. I was like, oh, shit, now it all makes right, sense. Right. And that's why I didn't like it at first. But now that I'm in, now when it ended, I was like, what the fuck? What do you, what do you, what do you think about Kevin Bacon's character? Well, remember the movie? We, we talked about this movie, I think, on the podcast. The one um, where the guys are in, where he probably is a prison guard. I was going to say that. He's that dude. Yeah. Especially when in Sleepers... When the two dudes are older and they go to the bar and they see him in the booth yeah. eating his yes. food, yeah, yeah. the way he's cutting his food and his hair is slicked back, he's got the little mustache. The moment they showed him at the dinner table in this show, and it's the same thing. The way he's cutting the food, holding the knife and fork, he's got the slick back hair, the mustache. I said, that's his character in Sleepers. Yeah, that, but that's what I... It was when everybody was going... He's great. He's this. I was like, it's just that it's the dude from there. Like I, I saw Kevin as that character already, so it didn't, it didn't seem like a stretch. But as Kevin goes throughout the series, the series then you really get that development of that. It's yeah, not, it's dude. not just the guy eating it. Right anymore. now, you see. Oh him. man, he plays dirty dick asshole. Well, it's just hard sometimes not to see him going footloose. You know where he's, oh, he's in the movie footloose. Yeah. Uh, he, but he's doing a great job in that. I, I, I'm telling you, I wasn't, I wasn't sold. Episode uh, that episode seven hits, and I'm like, okay, now we got somewhere, dude. I, and here's where I'm going because I'm knowing you, and I know how much we talk about race. I'm going, dude. That part where the the priest calls Eldest Hodge house nigga, and then hits him. I know Andy's got to respond to that. Uh, I know that, he's gonna look at that and just be like, yo. Well. That's okay. When we get into that part of the when you when you getting into that that those are the first characters I felt like really stood out. That's right. where the development really starts coming right. from. Because the the bad guy scenes, I'm like I'm like these guys are like they're bad guys, but they don't seem like bad guys. They, there's uh, you mean besides the fact that they shot and killed the guards, the guards that that scene. Okay, that's the one scene where I go, this guy's a badass, but then he isn't a badass for five more episodes. Okay. Uh, am I wrong about that? Well, they were showing where it was like, you know, he's a family man, right. a loving father. And he just kept saying, I don't want to have a reason to look over my shoulder, basically. And that explains right. the guy in the first episode. Yes. And then you get to episode six, and you're, I'm still like, what the fuck? And right. then when we get, like I said, we get to seven, and I'm, I'm in. You didn't want to see his brother dead a long time ago, Jimmy? Jimmy is such a, a snitch, a piece of shit. Uh, and he plays him so well. Yeah. And he, and, and he, in his head, he's making sense that everything he's doing, because he's trying to save his brother at the same right. time. Right. Yeah, it's a great character. Dude, it was almost like you got the sense, if he wasn't, I forget what the main guy's 
name was Frankie. I want to say Frankie, but I don't know. Frank, is this Frank, though, isn't it? No, no. I'm, I could be wrong, but Jimmy's older brother, who was the leader. Yeah. But see, I didn't care about him enough. That's the problem. Really? Until episode seven, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't in love with anybody. But you got the sense that if he wasn't that dude's brother, the other robbers they would have been oh, killed. Oh yeah, Jimmy. they would have killed him a long time ago. Right. Yeah. But so he was just the strong guy in there. But I didn't feel him until we get to episode seven. I'm not. I'm not there. But it was worth it. And the, the thing, the reason I'm mad at myself for saying this, by the way, uh, and not going, yeah. Fight through it because there is you 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 could see some good storylines mm-hmm. coming up. That's the whole purpose of having these kind of shows, where they're a series but they're little movies, right. so that you can develop and take your time. They took too much. To, if they would have said to me, if, if someone would have said to me, wait till you get to episode wait seven you seven, you'll re- it will all come together. Then I would have said, okay, I'll watch, and then I would got it. If I was just watching this on my own, like I said, you I bailed. I might have bailed, but. I, I'm I'm having more appreciate now for Ben Affleck and for uh, Matt Damon. If they do another series, I'll know that this is kind of the way. What I loved about it was it felt like, and I'm gonna tell you, when I see movies like Goodfellas, Casino, The Town, anything gritty street, as I'm sitting in a the theater knowing it's coming to an end, I look at my watch and go, "Oh shit, we've been in here two hours. I don't want it to end." Yeah. This is the town on a show. Show, yeah. It is the town. That's the so other- that's what I'm loving about it. You get to see this extended 10 hours. But that's the thing. I saw a lot of like similarities in the town to this. But the town, you got the characters, it was moving. Because it's two hours. hours. You gotta get it all. That's why I'm saying I'm ashamed of myself for not letting right. the artist develop that picture in front of right. me. Right. And once we, like I said, once we got to seven. Dude, um, how great was the mother? The mother's the mother's good. The 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 wife of the Joe Hennessy. Is, that's the wife. That's her name. No, no, not her. Not that the wife of the the main guy. No, the main bad guy. Yeah, Kathleen Moriarty. Dude, there's something about her. Man, let me tell you something. Um, <laughs> and I and I keep looking. I keep looking, trying to figure I, I, it out. I don't know if you remember. She played Patty something, the main. Ma bitch from the analyze this, analyze that. Remember? Yeah, I do, but I don't put I can't put her in it. And then here's the other thing. Remember their father, her husband? That's Gans. From 48 hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. White people, when y'all age, it seemed like overnight. I was just like two movies ago, you was young. You you don't think that the the chick the the chick still Kathleen Moriarty? Yeah. Are we talking about the same bitch? The mother that was in the hospital about no, to get no, her feet no, cut no, off. No, 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 no. The her her the the blonde with the big hair. Oh, his wife. Yeah, his yes. Wife. She was hot. What it, what is it though? It's it's is it Jersey hot? What is yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's that it's that East Coast East, she, East Coast white women have a mm, like black women. But it ain't mm, it's you know uh <laughs> It's something. I, I can't quite put my finger on it. But the same way a black woman goes, mm-hmm, finger snapping, mm, eye rolling. Them white women from Boston, Jersey, and New York, like, your father, it, it, it's something, you know. You tell your brother your father. It, it's, that, I have to go to my girl Annabella Sciorra in fucking Sopranos. You know, where the fuck do you get off 
you know. I, I, I recently even watched it on a plane ride over here, that, that episode where she's on Tony's boat and the Russian calls thinking Tony's going to pick up. And she picks up and she had Tony a little Christmas present. And she said, Mrs. Uh, Tony Soprano's teacher's son, son's teacher. And so Tony comes in, he gets on the phone, he tries to act like it was a teacher. She knows better. He knows better. He quickly admits that wasn't my son's teacher. Oh, like I wouldn't fucking notice. That nigga, my, like I said, the episode where he goes, uh, she wouldn't have done it. I slapped the piss out of her. Oh, did you really hear that? That's that East Coast white woman shit. Dude, it's sexy. There's, but she's. I keep looking at her, going, "Why? Why am I right. feeling this?" Right. And, but when she beat that bitch up, remember when the girl got out the car uh-huh. and she thought she was going to slap her, and she beat the shit out that bitch. Yeah, that's what that is. Okay, and I'll tell you since we're on the women in the show, the Asian girl that comes over to the. Oh, house, I didn't believe that because how does she know where he lives? If he's a cop, how does she find out? Do where never he's- underestimate <laughs> women, nigga. Women are detectives from birth, motherfucker. Don't you ever mm-hmm. underestimate. Let me tell you something, dog. My ex-wife, you know, he, he, he. That bitch was uh, Columbo, Perry Mason, all the top cops. That bitch knew how to find everything. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I'm in my second marriage. She's moved back in. I think uh, maybe a month, maybe, in. I go to the Marriott, which is where I would go to fuck my baby mother. Nigga, I swear, I walk out. Out of nowhere, this car comes, stops right in front of the fucking hotel, damn near across the street. I see a dude lean out. I couldn't make it because it was far away, but lifted something up to his face, room drives off. I'm I'm already paranoid because naturally that's just how I am. I go, that was a detective, nigga. That nigga just took a picture of me. Why would this car come out of nowhere, stop directly in the doorway, and then take off? About four months go by. Nothing happens. So I go, nothing. One day me and the wife get in an argument. Yeah, because I know you fucking your little girlfriend still. Y'all put the Marriott. Damn it. (laughs) That was a detective, nigga. Dude, there is a there is a comic. I don't remember who it is that has the joke about if they wanted if they really wanted to find Osama bin Laden, they would have put a woman on it. Nigga, he, I'm telling yeah, you, you're do right. not underestimate. Women can look at your shit stains in your drawers and tell <laughs> where you was, when it happened, what you ate, what you were thinking. Please. Uh, yeah, but that that scene was a little. And then, but the other part, she brought her in. She brought the the the. And that's some woman shit too. You didn't believe that? I felt, because I wasn't. You don't cheat enough, nigga. <laughs> That's what that is, nigga. You are so faithful, you don't understand what these bitches do. <laughs> when she brought the bitch in the house, I went, yep. And movies have shown you that. Fatal Attraction. Even though that's yeah. she was being sneaky. But I'm just saying, the levels that women will go, whether I invite myself or whether she invite me, Women are crafty, motherfucker. You know, that's the same as Dracula. How? You got to be invited into the house. Once you're in, anything can happen. Right. That's that Dracula shit. I, I, it, I didn't buy it. Maybe you're right. Maybe I got to tell Tara. I got to cheat on her. So you I got to cheat, bro. So I understand. You this. understand these bitches are, are, are cunning, nigga. The cunning. 
<laughs> All right, so it's my lack of inexperience. Yes, and dirty, and, and and that's why I love this show because the dirtiness of it. I go, that's a part of me, nigga. <laughs> I'm dirty, nigga. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Um, that mother though. Okay. The way she was trying to play, like you know, she got Kevin by the balls, and really he's like, bitch, I got you out of vagina. That that banter between them two. Dude, when, when he pieces out on her, when he when he oh, on the street, oh, when he tells what job she could get. Listen, when when she when she says when the wife says to him, uh, and she dresses up in the garter belt, I want you to fuck me. Why won't you fuck me? And he refuses to fuck her, and he treats her so badly, and she wants a divorce and all that. But she even admits there's a part of her that still loves him. And then at some point, whatever it was to cause him to have his epiphany, and he realized he wanted to finally do right. And then there's that scene where he's in the hotel because she done kicked him out. And then when she comes over, he knows it's her, so he gets excited. You can see his enthusiasm back amongst the liquor bottles, and he's watching porn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the hooker walks in. Yeah. And I felt for him. I was like, damn, because I know you're trying to do right, but you just played yourself. That's that's when I started to really like that character, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Bacon, because then he just goes, after that all happens, he goes, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I fell in love with him, and here we go. Episode, end of six and seven. He's got that this daughter. Oh, who yeah, 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 yeah. is a drug addict, can't get along with a mother, and the main snitch uh, that they established in the beginning gets her set up to get sexually assaulted and have a problem with heroin when she's in the hospital of a, uh, 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 um, trying to rebound from a heroin uh, problem. And the two dudes, the two niggas that fucked this white girl, they beat her up bad and cut to he comes in. And prior to this, he's given you every reason to hate him. Yeah. He's a shit bag. Yeah. He's not trustworthy. He treats his wife like shit. The only love he had was for his daughter. He's, he's cocaine. He's drinking. And as, as much as you want to hate him, as much as you can hate anybody who's like that, someone has a soft spot. It, there's a soft spot in that person's heart that he has for someone. And it was his daughter. So when he races into the basement of the projects, and he sees his daughter laying there half nude, beaten, bruised, and battered. And you could see the father in him take over. No matter what you felt for him, you sympathized at that moment. See, I agree with you, except because I hadn't... That daughter character, mm -hmm. she hadn't been fully developed. She was just a bitch, and I didn't know why. Well, that didn't. That to me was like, well, that's white kids. The way she would cuss at her mother. Yeah. You mind your fucking business. That's just white kids. I didn't feel. I don't want to say that I didn't feel bad for someone who was beaten, raped, and drugged. I'm just saying, in the character, I didn't have a connection to her yet. Right. That's one of the things that again, I'm going to say. It I, took you a minute. Yeah, because I didn't. I wasn't connect. I was like, okay, so they beat the shit and raped this girl that I don't really like that much. So it was hard for me to get. But then, then later, but show, yeah. So right. now that's all come together. I'm just telling you what slowed me down right. from coming into it. So cut to there's the scene where the daughter's in the hospital. The mom is on one side. Kevin, the husband, father's on the other side. The mom's holding one hand. The father's holding the other. And 
she goes, the mom goes, who would do this? Who would do something like this? And Kevin goes, I don't know, but they ain't got much longer to live. And the mother says basically to Kevin, I want you more at the house. I don't, oh, she goes, I don't want me and my ma to be the only ones in the house. And this is when Kevin is having this epiphany about doing better. He goes, okay. Whereas before he might have went, eh, bitch, whatever. But then she goes, and I also don't want to sleep with you. Meaning you're not welcomed in my bed. He goes, okay. And the way that ended, I said, okay. But the thing that got me that I love was when he, when she, when he said, I don't know, but they don't have much longer to live. They gave it to you. Yeah. They gave me the man food. Whereas with Sopranos, I wanted Dr. Melfi to tell Tony. I wanted Tony to kill this fucking rapist. And they didn't give it to me. And I didn't like that. They gave it to me. And then on episode seven at the end, Kevin Bacon breaks into the fucking snitch's house, wakes him up. And Kevin says, did you do to my daughter? Did you do my daughter like that because of how I did you? Did you screw over because I screwed you over? Not only does this dumb motherfucker say yes, this nigga doubles down and goes, you should have seen her with my cock in her mouth. He knew he was done, though. Nigga, shit. Kevin takes his gun point blank and shoot this nigga in the teeth. And when them brains hit the wall and they cut the credits, I said, you got me. I was there. Then I was you there. You got me. You know who that dude is, though? The, the, the Clay, the, is, what was Clay? Yeah. You know, who is he? Um, you know Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. His brother? That's his brother. Really? Yeah. He looked in the movie how Macaulay looked in real life. Yeah. When he was, he was grown. Yeah. That's Damn. Damn. Yeah, that that got me all the way. Now I because because also she the, uh, when you get to seven, the relationship between Kevin and the daughter develop, and you see you you understand. Well, Kevin and the mom. I mean, I mean, well, the daughter and the mom. Yeah, starts to develop. Develop. Yeah, sorry. And <clears throat> then you get a little bit. I it invited me in more, so that's why I was right. Here. But you know what? You said something when Kevin uh, Bacon's character uh, wanted to be better. Right. You said that he said okay, and then she said you get okay. I noticed the white guy that got hit by the twisted T. When white guys want to do better, they say, okay, okay, a lot more. Okay. Right. The twisted T guy that got hit in the face, that's what he said when he was hit oh, on the ground. Oh, right, right, okay. right, right, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so when you, I think that's going to be the new sign. I, I hope we, we start hearing white people say, okay, 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 yeah. a lot more. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, and then, dude, the fucking, the, the, the daughter, the young daughter who was having the nightmares. Yeah. When it was explained to her that her Uncle Jimmy is the reason her daddy's in jail yeah. and the car drives by and she hopped on the window where that nigga's sitting, I said, everybody from the daughter to the mother to Kevin to El- Eldris Odge, these characters, like everybody is interesting. Now, when we got there, the daughter, that little girl. Yeah. I'll tell you when. Oh, I, I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. When Go ahead. She pops the basketball. When no. He, when she stabs the basketball? Yes, that too. That's when I said, this girl's a psycho. I'm going to like this character. Right. Well, which part are you talking about? Oh, I thought you were going to say when Kevin Bacon and the cops raided the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's sitting on the couch That's while crazy. all her other siblings are scared, crying, Mommy, what's going on? The cops are ransacking. And she's sitting there with this blank look. And Kevin walks over to her trying to patronize a child the way an adult would. 
hey, little girl, don't be scared. It's all going to be all right. She goes, fuck you. And then he goes, he smiles, he goes, yeah, you're going to be all right. Oh, cut the credits. Yeah, but th- those two were the perfect ones to meet for that scene. That's why that, there's, just, there's things right. that are happening there where now that I'm looking at him, I'm right. like, okay, yeah, these are perfect. But when that little girl, if she would have just said fuck you to him right. before she pops that basketball, right? because that's had the basketballs first. Yes. That I, sets that up better. better. Because yeah. now I know this girl is like, yeah. she's not taking shit. Yeah. And when she took the knife out, I thought she was going for the, the kid. kid. Yeah. No, she took her ball and went home. <laughs> Yo, y'all, I'm telling you, city on a hill. And even if it, like Andy said, don't get you in the first. It got me episode one. But even if it don't get you in the first two, three Promise you, stick with it. Oh, by the way, the preacher in that—he's yes. he's the preacher from Walking Dead. I—I I didn't know him from Walking Dead because I don't watch Walking Dead. I knew—I knew him from The Wire. Yeah, he was one of the cops. Yeah, he in was the wire. the wire. But yeah, he's—he. I wanted to smack that nigga. His character. That I mean, he is playing a preacher, but that holier and thou character that he's playing. But we know there's that ca- that character shit is hypocrisy. Yeah, in yeah. life. So it was. It, that's why I said when that happened, I wasn't all the way in yet. The character, the lead, what's his name? The lead, uh, the black guy, yeah, Aldous Hodge. His character, he's right. going through. He goes back and forth, like the, the Kevin, Kevin, he, trying boom. to make him the the a, a little bad, right? And then trying to be good, and then trying his relationship. Now you see, some. I think he's the he's the pendulum of this series. How he, whether he's good, I or don't. Bad. I don't like his wife. She don't do it for me, dude. That's because she's a thin black woman. Yes. I knew that. I, knew, I yes. was going to ask you that, I don't too. like his wife, because dude. Because there's a scene where he uh, says something about her body. When he says, yeah, and I know, nigga. And I know you yeah. were just going. There was not enough <laughs> umptuous on the lump. <laughs> I knew you were watching that. Yeah, going, nah. dude. Um, <laughs> damn, man. I, I, it's, I like this show, man. I like it. It's, it's, it's gritty. It's dark. Kevin's character is amazing. All the characters are amazing. There's a lot of oh shit moments. It's like, and again, I wanted, because of Steve Buscemi, I wanted to like Boardwalk Empire. I wanted to. But I'm going again. Period pieces are a hard sell to me. Yeah. You got to be phenomenal. I'm like, it's a period piece. It's a 20, she. Tommy gun, she. That's a different kind of violence. And then it was so slow. There were moments where I went, okay, but more moments where I went, oh, where is this going? This show gets you, man. I, I liked Boardwalk Empire certain episodes. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't. All the way. Yeah. But there are really good episodes in Boardwalk Empire. Right. But again, when it went, when there's that hiatus where there's no, uh, you know, when they, the off time. Right. It wasn't a movie that made me. It wasn't a show that made me run back because I wanted to see the next season. Now I think this one, this one left me wanting to see the next season. Um, I know the other movie that we didn't talk about. Your Honor. Yeah, that one. I now, let me stop you because now I'm gonna do the reverse. When you went, yo, it took me. F- I, I think I heard you tell me at first with Your Honor. That too was slow or didn't grab you, dude. From episode one, I thought there were. I just. Their actions, I couldn't get behind it. Really? Yeah, I don't think. Uh, and and you said something, and and this is and this is funny that we're going to talk about this because this will tie into to everything that we've been talking about. 
the judge doesn't do that kind of shit. That's why he got to be a judge. What kind of shit? You're not going to be washing a car out with blood and. and, and well, but, but no, no, no. But that's the part of the point is, like in any situation in real life, most parents will cover up for their kids, even when they know they're wrong. Okay, I get it because, and I don't, I don't want to give away too much on this because some people might not have seen this yet because it is well, it's newer than. Uh, Here's what I don't know what a what a judge would do. Is jog to the house to look at the house and determine that it was a shotgun house. Okay. Without going, when he said to the dude, you can't cut your eyes left and right and see into a kitchen, a bedroom, and a bathroom. It's a shotgun house. What you look in goes right out the back. So that's how I know you're lying about having seen what you said you saw. Would a judge really do that? Okay. If it is a judge that would do that. Would he cover up everything like that for the son? Well, See, what would be the point of doing it if you're not prepared to protect them? Well, that shotgun house is for the. It was earlier. He was protecting the kid. Yes, but the the kid's mother was the one that was in trouble. Right. So you're saying, if he was willing to do that in the beginning, yes, of the show, and he's willing to protect them. Why else would you do that? That wasn't had nothing to do with the accident. Before the accident even occurs, he goes to that house. Yes. Yeah. Right. So no, 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 not the accident. Remember, they're setting up his character. Yeah, but so you're a good person. You feel like the cop might be lying, right? So you go, you're running by your job, right? You can't be the judge. You have to just be running by, right? right? Looked into the house, right? Because then he calls out the cop, and he calls out if it's a shotgun house, right? He calls him out for lying. lying. Yeah. Would a judge really do that? Okay. If it is a judge that was so concerned about justice, would he go back on his whole oath? Even for his son. Different, his son. You do anything for your kids. I, I, it, listen, my kids, If my honestly, if my son hit somebody and they came home and said, I hit somebody, I'd go, listen, it's not going to work out any better for you. You got to well, go wait back. a minute. Remember. Okay, yeah, I know what, I know the next part. The stakes what, are higher now. now. But you're not going to get any better. It's not going to, it's not going to make it better. You almost, now you really have to go because now that's the only protection you have. If you were a judge and you had that kind of pull. And I guess him and his son were trying to do the right thing by turning themselves in. Uh huh. But if you're a judge and you had that kind of pull, before you find out that your son killed the son of a hitman, of a gangster, you wouldn't try to help your son? I wouldn't, not to cover anything up. I would have taken him right away. I would have said, we got to go. The son wanted to go. It, 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 it gets very oh, contrived. That, that, but- that white guilt is something else. When you motherfuckers, y'all telling yourselves, niggas ain't. Hmm. Did you hit somebody on the bike? Nigga, you, I wasn't even in the car. Okay, wait, before we even get there, before what you're saying, you're not going to get away with it. How do you know? One, okay, and this is where it gets far-fetched. We're, we're watching the scene where they're driving, and right. uh, before before he hits him, and he's being followed. And this is the reason he hits him, because he's being followed. He gets nervous. He needs his... Drops his inhaler, uh, right. So that's the only car, the only two cars on that whole road. For this whole time, well, other than the, the one mo- car left, yeah, and then the mo- and then so there's a motorcycle. We're in we're in this city area. We're in the city, the ward. They were like in, in the ninth ward. ward. So that's the only two cars going to be in the whole place. The other one leaves, and now one motorcycle goes by, and no one comes out. Here's a big crash, and no one comes over and sees anything. As soon as that happens, this movie's all bullshit to me. Niggas mind a business. If you see someone, I'm being funny, yeah. but yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay, he also drops his inhaler, and his inhaler's there. He's going to get caught. There's no way that they're not going to find the inhaler. The, the motorcycle part 
after it's impounded, falls out of the bottom of the car. Some of this was a little, just a little, you want suspension of disbelief. Okay, I get that. But that's like believing that fart man, Howard Stern, actually flew out of the fucking sky. It's, it was too much for me. But this last episode, this last Sunday's. Yeah. And wait, is there five episodes or eight? We're only at five right now. There's okay, because I thought eight. I was tripping. No, there's eight total. I watched all five, and I was like, I thought he said it was eight. Yeah, it's going to come out this Sunday. Oh, okay. We're still, okay, we're still okay, short okay. the three episodes. After the fifth episode with everything that's happened, I went, okay, now I really want to see next week's episode. Okay. Uh, I mean, there is things in there, but oh, the the dog finding the bloody rag, and he pulls it out, and the lady goes, yeah. is, there, is that blood? And then he just goes, I got a something something, and then she, right. it never comes up again. He's right. holding a bloody rag in his hand. Right. The cop is coming over for dinner. The mom's, everybody's over for dinner. The, 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 uh, the, the, the mother-in-law. Just so many, like, how is this even possible? The only way it's possible is that this is supposed to be taking place in New Orleans. It is. Yeah. yeah. And in New Orleans, man, almost anything is possible. Ninth Ward, baby. Told you. New Orleans is Mardi Gras is where I had to strip her, say shit, lick my asshole, which has turned into my joke. New Orleans, nigga, anything go, nigga. It, what was her name? It didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't matter, nigga. Someone might want to request her. Uh, okay. <laughs> All of them bitches is in the knife ward. That's what they do, niggas lick ass. Um, so do you like the show? You like the show? I, I, I just I don't like how much suspension of disbelief I have to have. But the show is getting better. The show is getting better. I also don't like, and, and this is okay. I'm going to ask you this. Uh, and maybe it's just the times we're in. I'm tired of the the main gangster now. The guy gangster mm-hmm. is. Is not the tough guy. It's always the wife. He's now. Sensitive. It's always the wife. The I wife- told you we are living in the era of bitch niggas up. That's why, dude. I'm sitting here telling y'all, Sopranos. It was the last of the Mohican. When that scene, when Tony sits on the fucking cereal bowl, trying to tell Metal about not going to Europe, and she goes, "Oh, listen to Mister Mobboss." What did you call me? And he gets up and Carmela goes, Tony, shut up. He told her to shut up. Men can't do that anymore. Dude, I would love to see the scene where Carmelo gives out an order and Tony doesn't know Get about the it. Fuck out of here. The fuck and then and then and then shit on him after she gives out the order and it comes and it comes down to it. I told you my next special is gonna be called hundred percent heterosexual alpha male. I am the last of the dinosaurs, nigga. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. The the mafia's bitch is tougher than the than the main mafia dude. Yeah, that that. Yeah, I hear you. That that and and, and when she said, there's a scene where uh, the daughter is having an issue, and uh, this all takes place because the the mafia dude he got his son a motorcycle. And this yeah. is in, in the very beginning. And it kind of gets you at the beginning because this Listen, is when, when he one, was, two, three. When he was looking for that inhaler, and of course, the way they cut that together, boom. Yeah. And he hit that car. I went, oh. And he hit this nigga so hard, nigga, the helmet and the sneaker flew off. Yeah. And then you know how I told you, I'm squeamish about and, shit. And that leg. Nigga, is, the leg with yeah. the compound fracture. Yeah. I went, Turned oh, the wrong way. Yeah. Oh. But we still haven't found out exactly why he was in the ninth ward. 
Why the he motorcycle? Went, you know, well, him in the motorcycle in the ninth ward, plus the kid. But they established that because the mom is that where the mom died? Yeah, they just they just started talking. Well, about bitch, shit. why was she over there? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Why she was right? There. Okay, so why we, was the white mom in the ninth ward? Yeah, you know why that bitch was there. <laughs> there was a nigga named Terrell somewhere in that goddamn ninth ward whose dick <laughs> was a plunger nigga. When they cleared all that water out of the ninth ward, Katrina. That nigga stuck his dick in a dike, and the rest is history. Okay, so we, so that's that. All that you're a judge's wife. Your husband makes great money. Why was that bitch in the ghetto? I, they didn't answer this yet, and he's bringing that picture over. Okay, so that's that's the beginning. Right. We have it all at the beginning, but okay. So what happens is he he gives his son the the, the bad dude gives his son the motorcycle. He ends up getting hit. And then the daughter's having a problem, and she leaves. And then the mom says to the dad, after his son is dead, why don't you buy her a motorcycle, too? Yeah. She should be, like, if she doesn't she die sad. by the end, no, if she doesn't die by the end of the series, right. I'm, not, I'm not down with the series <laughs> at all. Oh, God. Isn't that like a woman? You, you, you do something that's sweet and nice, and he bought the motorcycle, and when he got the motorcycle, it was hugs all around. But now because of an accident that the father had nothing to do with, they hit you with the, well, why don't you buy her a motorcycle? You can't please these bitches, man. <laughs> this is why I pay for pussy, nigga. Because bought pussy don't say shit like that. Well, that's you, you do know that, uh, oh, shit, what's his name? Uh, the Estevez, the other one, though, the one was on uh, Two and a Half Men. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. That's what he, that was his famous line. Yeah. I don't, I, 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 I don't pay... How do you say? You don't I, pay them to fuck. You pay them to leave. Pay, it's, for, it's for them to leave. Yeah. yeah. So you, you don't have anything to deal you ain't with. Got, you ain't gonna hear shit like that. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? That's what you need. That's what you should be selling on the road. What? Bollock. With my face on a t-shirt. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? Baby. Yeah, I should be selling T-shirts uh, with me sucking on a lollipop. Who loves you, baby? Dude, yeah, someone needs to bring back that Kojak shit. Yeah, do a remake. Dude, why don't... Dude, that's your pitch. Me? Yeah. Get Ving Rhames, nigga. No, you as a cop. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> <laughs> you see them big black lips sucking <laughs> off that lollipop. <laughs> Who loves you, baby? Dude, pitch that. Me as Kojak? Yeah. You might be right. That's a move that that should have come back already. You might be right. Me, you would know, you shave, some, some you sh- dude, some dude DM me. I wait. I gotta. I gotta. Would you shave you... your head for a part? Absolutely, nigga. I'd okay. shave my balls, nigga. <laughs> Even if my balls was never on camera. Um, this dude hit me. Said uh, he loved this line. The Jews are always able to maintain the numbers. Is my favorite line of 2021. Can't stop. Don't can't top it as a Jew bag. Keep it coming. That was from the podcast we did recently. <laughs> yeah, where I said, Andy, what would be the time frame? If and I'm I could drunk. Be in my prime, I'm, I'm right. Yeah. If I could be in my prime during the era of the BGs, and you were doing the calculations, and I was breaking it down, and, yeah. and telling you what it wouldn't be a good time, and you should adjust it. To yeah. This. yeah, and yeah. I said the Jews always are able to maintain the numbers. All right, so he liked that. All right, y'all. Uh, look at City on a Hill, and and your honor, and let us know. What you think of these shows? Uh, and let us know if Andy was tripping 
by being by needing four episodes or six episodes to be in. Uh, let me know I'll how quickly how quickly you bought in. You did all the Spearsbergs and all that. And yeah, all we that. did it. But uh, Spearsberg uh, Pod, that's us. That's where you can find us. And guys, we're going to also be in San Antonio this weekend at uh, LOL Comedy Club, San Antonio, Texas. This weekend, come on out. Come see us, all you Mexicans with your cowboy hats and boots at three foot eight. Uh, ride in on your little mules and come fuck with us. He says we're going to have tostadas and tacos and burrito. Man, I grew up. Going to like his, those Mexican barbecues, yeah. dude. Sometimes you don't even see; you just see the buckle walk in. <laughs> badges. We don't need no stinking badges. All right, we got buckles. We got buckles. <laughs> you see a buckle hat and boots. Nigga. That's it. That's it. That's it. Um, you got some music? Oh shit! Yeah, uh, we got caught up in the Mexican sauce. Uh, this is from DJ. Bless one e, his Instagram is at its i t s d j b l e s s one Nathan E Edward N E. Oh. Facebook at DJ Bless one N E, uh, and the song is called Likely Ally. Likely Allies, DJ Bless one N E and Nucleus. Enjoy y'all. What is NATO and why are the world's most powerful leaders suddenly so worried about it? Look, we ain't taking no vaccinations. And they ain't taking no vaccinations. Shit. Well, I ain't taking no vaccinations And I'm not concerned about political affiliations Man, I'm about to burn about a pound Cause of the situation Tell me if you're down to loot a grocery store With no delay and I don't know about you But I'm going for all the canned foods I ain't getting no bread or tortillas perishable Give me that corn, give me those beans Plus progressive soup And I'm about to get can openers to sell to you only up the price, hook this trade thighs for rice. Bonies took advice, now they booking for their lives. Never steal supplies from the righteous. Every third store, I pillage switching up the skies. CNN on the scene for coverage. They ain't gotta deal with the struggle and they loving it. Creating the best fictional narratives to make you believe police brutality's imperative. But imagine black and brown unified The damage would be minimal from clowns with pride Yes, now the plot would thicken The allies would outnumber these cowards nukes sick I don't want to babble, I'm a battle I don't want to turn into the cat, I want a shadow When you walk into the darkness with a candle When your shadows come a mental When assemble with the devil's elemental I don't really want to gamble When the liver with a symbol Never think it, the symbol I'm right in the middle with a knife with a nickel Whoa, must be a ripple in time We changing the grind and I'm ready for mine Waiting in line while like 80 behind With all that paper disinfecting and water I'm getting it's only got missing my mother But nobody told me it's gonna be good And we run it for cover Cause that's what another I don't take my Brother, it's crazy as ever. The life that I had, I will never forget her. But everything changed inside to seven. They keep us apart, they think and they clever. They're never gonna get it, we stick it together. No matter the weather, we're gonna get stronger, it's gonna get better, we're gonna live longer. I'm writing this letter and this to the monster. With a nine millimeter ticket face, I'm a prosper past the gospel in the hospitals, and I promise you exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna knock you down and then get a top of you. To get in the way, I'm gonna shoot a cop or two. Release my dogs as big as mama do. To master sheep who that'll beat you, leave you like seafood, but I eat you. Your blessed, but I eat you.
Can you feel it, baby? 